Okay, here we are, episode six of the Smoker section. We're doing a vape veranda. I got Dickie to my left and no one underneath me. Hey, Dickie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just me attending the vape veranda, uh, missing our third member. Yeah, and we did uh, we did audition for some fill-ins. We can unpack that in a second, but uh, we're just going to talk some shit as if we're vaping on a veranda because we don't have enough time to do a full cigarette today. Uh, this is a uh, wedding preview. Yeah, and one question whilst we're on the vape veranda, which everyone would always ask when surrounded by a vape, is what's that taste like? Yep, yep, and uh, who's kicking off? Yes, mainly who's kicking off as well. Now, uh, as we always do, um, I think before we get into the listener feedback, we need to quickly bring up the fact that Dickie just, we were starting and then you ran out of the uh, the room. Meg called you? <laughs> Meg contacted me. She just pulled up. She's uh, finished work for the evening and said, there's a big fucking snake outside, so I better go have a sticky beak. And um, I did not get uh, too close as big fucker because um, I reckon it's about a metre and a half, two metre python, like yeah. massive sea. Beauty, beauty, right. Uh, did you catch it or not? No, no. I'm a bit Mate. intimidated by snakes. So I give them the space they deserve. Pussy. That would have been a great smoker <laughs> section exclusive. Yeah, pet snake, a mascot of the show. Now, <laughs> because we're doing a vape brand today, I'm going to start off with a bit of um, listener interactions. We had some stuff on the smoker section podcast sent in, and this one's about vapes. Uh, and, and other things that were in last week's episode. Uh, this is from Glenn Bazo. Uh, 100% health after the weekend. Uh, so he actually he recovered really well. My lungs, on the <laughs> other hand, after the vapes were not 100%. Oh. Uh, and then he wanted to just comment on the story that he uh, he was thrown in there for about the dint in the car that, uh, <laughs> that happened on that <laughs> Sunday. Uh, to my defense on the bonnet dinting story, I didn't realize there'd been a bit of rain that afternoon. And as I leapt to grab the rail, I hadn't accounted for the moistness of the substrate I was grabbing. Center of the spine on the center of the bonnet. Glad the car was there. Saved my life. <laughs> there you go. Greg Bazo. Glenn Bazo yeah, anyway. Potentially a paraplegic, but not because of the bonnet of that car. <laughs> um, we also had uh, Mike Hinchy right in. Hinchy, who's kicking off? Thanks who's for writing in. Uh, he said, whenever I hear thoughts and prayers, now I picture this. And he sent in a meme. I'll share that uh, on our story for those who are listening. Because, Dickie, <laughs> we're going to put this out for people who are driving up to meet his wedding. Oh, perfect timing. Perfect so we'll, timing. We'll put some bits and pieces up there. There is a video that I'm going to share as well. Here's a plug to it now <laughs> that I found of Dickie absolutely teeing off. Uh, do you remember this one, Dickie? It's Lincoln's 18th birthday. Oh, and, bullshit. Uh, and it's in the car. I sent it to Mitty, actually. Let's see if I can. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I do remember this one. I didn't tell you this one, but I said it to Mitty and he, he said, yep, let's do that. So this one is also going to. Explain to us what you threw it. At the end of the day, I told them I was being a fuckwit. <laughs> did they listen? I guess you had so much trouble. No, they didn't. I was like, yeah, I'm just being an idiot. That was like, oh, okay. <laughs> just being an idiot. Yeah. Fucking believe me, you fucking <laughs> Uh, and so that goes on for a bit, but uh, Lincoln is vomiting in the front seat and it's his 18th <laughs> birthday. Uh, now, that the reason why I play you that video, Dickie, is because there has been some listener international feedback from the oh, one and only Lincoln Williams. Uh, and we've asked, we've asked for voice memos and boy, oh boy, uh, <laughs> this one... I'm not going to tell no you. I wonder why something was burning a hole in your pocket. This is one of the stories that's been burning a hole in my pocket. So for those uh, on the way up to the wedding, enjoy this one. It's in a few pieces, so I'm going to play it out and just let Lincoln do the talking. Here we go. 
So last day or two, binged uh, all the episodes of season two of the Smokers section. And a quick little anecdote about Mitty uh, having an unfortunate Amy accident at a movie theatre urinal about, I don't know, 15 years ago or however long ago it was. It reminded <laughs> me of something that happened to me about a month ago. And as punishment, I guess, comeuppance for letting everyone know about Mitty's uh, mishap, I shall tell the story. Are you excited? Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. It requires a bit of backstory of, uh, of, of everything leading up to the, to the incident. So I'm in Korea, and in Korea they have bidets everywhere. And naturally, I fucking love using bidets because <laughs> they make you clean as a whistle and, you know, you save toilet paper. Anyway, I use a bidet all the time. And I also happen to free ball all the time. <laughs> this particular time in the preseason in Korea, every year they have, you know, the Korean Volleyball Cup. And the last couple of years, it's just been local blokes only, so foreigners, we just, you know, have to sit in the stands and watch the games. We go away with the team for a week into some city, play for a week and come home. One particular day, using the bidet as per usual, except this time and this hotel, I tried the maximum setting, you know, maximum pressure. Um, pretty much it was like a fucking enema. So a little bit of water ended up getting stuck in there. Uh, this time I didn't know there was a, I thought I was, you know, had squeezed it all out, but turns out that was fucking false. So get on the bus, go to the stadium, have, you know, the chat in the locker room, team goes to warm up. Then I go to take, you know, take a piss. Uh, before going to sit in the stands and I go, you know, into the public public uh, toilet in the stadium. I'm standing there taking a whiz. I have the urge to fart. So usually I would push out the fart to make it as loud as possible. But as I am in public and I'm a white dude in fucking Korean, everyone knows who I am there at this volleyball stadium, I decide it'll be a bit more safe and a bit more courteous to just let it fall out silently. So I'm there peeing. And I go to let out this silent fart. But as it's coming out, I feel warm liquid just fucking ooze out <laughs> and start to run down my fucking leg. So at this moment, my fucking brain goes into overdrive and I'm freaking out and I pinch off midstream. So hand on cock. <laughs> <laughs> waddle into a cubicle also there are other people in there so i'm not sure what the fuck they think i was doing <laughs> fortunately you know none of my teammates were there it was just fucking random people who had come to watch the gang anyway get to the cubicle fucking lock the door hand on cock and i try to remove my shorts as delicately and you know cleanly as possible as to not get my fucking shit water everywhere <laughs> um, <laughs> Take my shorts off, finally release the rest of my piss. Hang like my hanging my shorts up on the little coat hanger thing, coat rack in the uh in the cubicle. And I get to cleaning myself. So grab a bunch of toilet paper, clean up this fucking the, the, this sh shit water. I managed to get down. I was wearing slides, and it was an easy clean. But the problem was it fucking stank, obviously, like shit. <laughs> So I'm there freaking out, like, fuck, what do I do? I can't, I have to fucking sit in the stadium for, you know, up to two hours. 
got no fucking okay spare shorts spare anything thank fuck i wasn't wearing socks or undies otherwise i would have had to ditch the undies in a fucking bin so i'm sitting there thinking okay wait till everyone leaves the urinal so at this time i was in the cubicle for probably 10 15 minutes as i'm waiting for people to leave uh during this time of course i sat on the toilet and pushed out as hard as i could to make sure there's no water left in in my system so yeah about after you know 10 15 minutes you know the game's about to start everyone's warming up and i've gone out of the cubicle and with a bunch of toilet paper in my hand going out to the water base and you know filled the the toilet paper up with soap going back into the cubicle fucking scrubbing my legs and, and my butt crack trying to get any semblance of shit smell off me and i believe i'm successful you know you can't be too certain it's just a fucking whole ordeal i'm feeling fucking obviously dirty as shit and just want to fucking disappear but i have to go sit in a fucking public stadium full of people with after just shitting myself and thank god also that i was in a public restroom and decided not to push the fight out otherwise i would have sprayed my shorts with fecal matter <laughs> anyway going to the stadium and of course you know being a foreign player in Korea, the volleyball fans love you. So I'm fucking sitting there wishing I could just disappear. But, you know, all the ball boys, all the floor, you know, floor cleaners and wipers and all the fans are coming up asking for fucking autographs and photos. And I'm just thinking, fuck, I hope to Christ I do not smell as bad as I think I smell. Because all these mostly, you know, little kids are coming up asking for fucking photos. You know, the parents are bringing them over for photos and autographs and shit. And after a while, it obviously settles down. Uh, the game started. I'm thinking, fuck, finally it's over. I can just, you know, sit in this corner and be left alone whilst I, you know, sit in fucking silent disgust of myself for what just happened. But fucking next minute, the GM of the club walks in and he walks over and obviously wants to fucking shake my hand and talk. And I'm just like, fuck, this is fucking terrible it could not get any worse the only saving grace is that still everyone in, indoors everyone in korea wears a fucking mask so i'm just hoping <laughs> to god that the mask is um shielding from some of the fucking stench that's the story that's how i shit myself in public about a month ago and uh yeah wouldn't wouldn't be a very good shit on ratemypoo.com but <laughs> anyway there's a story I definitely need some thoughts and prayers from uh, Midi <laughs> and something that Dickie could possibly unpack. Oh, geez. Yeah. Thanks, boys. <laughs> uh, well, um, Midi's not here, but I think on behalf of everyone, Link, uh, Stinky Linky, as uh, Stinky you officially know, uh, thoughts and prayers, mate. I definitely think need to go out to you. Uh, Dickie, anything you want to unpack there? Oh, look, the only thing we did unpack is if we, there was just one teammate that could have sold him out and be like, how you doing, mate? How's this, how's this stinky pants doing? <laughs> oh, mate, one of the great stories. One of the great fucking, fucking all-time stories. And people who are listening, who have just enjoyed that story, that is what we mean when we say send in a fucking audio message. Uh, look how good that was. Thanks, Link, uh, for being vulnerable out there, mate. <laughs> Making yourself available. Yeah. Also, yeah. like um, credit to him, a very well um, descriptive story. Like yeah. you know, didn't miss any points, and uh, you know, I oh, definitely didn't miss any marks. fucking points. Link, I'm gonna have to cut that down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Give it Lucas a bit of extra work. There. We love our international listeners, and I love that one. And um, I think because we're doing a quick uh, wedding one for the people who are driving up. Uh, before we get into that, there is one more story I need to share with you, Dicky. This one's been burning a hole Ooh, in the pocket as well. This is the one that's well. been burning. 
Now that one, this one that I had, that Lincoln one, and uh, this one, I'm going to say the names and I'm going to beep them out. So um, you know that there's two girls who are very good friends. Uh, and Yes. Yeah. Has a sister, has a brother. Yes. They have had a one night stand. Oh no. And the brother has gotten the sister pregnant. Fuck. Is being kept. And now they are going to be step sisters in law. Is it no? Uh, step aunties. They're got both going to be aunties of the one child. Uh, so I beep their names out there, obviously, because it's not out there yet. But it is the, one of the best fucking stories <laughs> I ever heard. <laughs> what the fuck? They both call that game week. They both called me, week. and it was really important for them that they call me together. And I'm going, what is going on? Why is this so important? I go, okay, who's engaged or who's pregnant? Oh, well, someone's pregnant. <laughs> someone's pregnant. It's just neither of us. Oh, okay. Right, one of the great fuck-ups. <laughs> but also brilliant. It. Also brilliant. So a very oh, funny no. story. So they're, they're both locked in, eh? Yep, yep. So, um, yeah, that's that's an interesting one. And um, I guess just to quickly finish up the vape brand, because fuck, it's been a whirlwind, Dickie. Absolutely. There's been, there's been a lot going on. Um, I want to know content. Uh, what you expect for the, the night before uh, Mitty's wedding, as you guys are all the groomsmen and that getting together. I want to hear a quick yep. preview of what you're expecting from that night and uh, maybe some predictions for the day. Oh, well, definitely one prediction for the night is uh, a late one, probably a few scotchies, maybe a few whiskeys. Um, yeah, definitely a sleep in. Let Mitty uh, recharge the battery because we'll uh, we'll definitely overdo it on the Thursday night. Oh, you don't want to get and, first uh, night fever before the wedding, mate. Yeah. Oh, it's going to happen, but it, and it'll probably be my fault. They'll put it on oh, me. They'll always put it right. on me. You know that Mitty and Gobby <laughs> are probably in the car driving up the coast, going, "Oh, pop this on," and she's looking at him right now, and he's got this little. You know the smile that Mitty does. So this little smile, and she's going, "You're not having first night fucking fever." And he's gone, just smiling with his little hands on the steering wheel, <laughs> you know, doing what Mitty does. No, no, no. His... Mitty would be the passenger princess. He's been driven. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you reckon? Right. And just quickly, how's your form, Mitty, if you're listening, trying to call out that I have a small ass the same as you, mate? Oh, I might have a small ass, but it's nothing on that that flat pancake of a thing this week. <laughs> and Lucas took that to heart, definitely. I was like, this... Don't try and loop me with you, bud man. That's all I'll say. <laughs> uh, and Dickie, so there's your, your Thursday night preview. And then... Um, yeah, th- Thursday night, I think um, we'll definitely uh, get a little bit out of hand. But I think uh, wake up on the Friday, um, play some golf. Uh, we've been revving up Gabby for a while, saying that we're going to be playing golf before the wedding, which um, she has not enjoyed in, in the slightest. Yeah. But I think, um, yeah, a morning swim, a, a dip in the ocean, if you will perhaps a peruse along Hastings street and then uh, boys will get ready and get all jazzed up for the, oh, uh, yeah. for the wedding. Oh, you've got to do I think, a um, I think for the wedding though, uh, you can expect some um, good times and great classic hits with um, DJ Mitty on the decks. Cause oh, he'll, be spinning... oh. <laughs> he'll, he'll be spinning his own music. I believe there's a, yeah. um, a live performer slash DJ, but you know, for a fact, he's taking that old cord. And uh, is this rumor or uh, true that um, KB's is the after party? It has been uh, announced as the kick-on location. So um, anyone listening right now, uh, make sure you um, pen that one in that will be there uh, attending later for um, a couple of competitions. 
Lovely, lovely. All right, I think that's about uh, everything. Uh, everyone going up to the wedding, enjoy yourself. Uh, don't make too much of a fool of yourself. If you see Connor, walk up to him, tell him he's a dick. Um, <laughs> just because. Uh, and I think, I don't know, let's enjoy it, eh? And uh, yeah. hopefully next week, once we recover a little bit, uh, a few more stories to um, to tell in the, the oh, smoke section. Plenty of yarns coming, no doubt. And quickly, Dickie, for those playing at home, um, did you go and get Meg to get you the paper? Did you ask her last week? We set you a challenge. Yeah, look, the paper challenge um, was not successful, but I um, I tried to hint at it on the Sunday and um, ended up just getting it myself. So I, I, I did you purchase got it, it in the end. Dickie, that's not how, what you went and purchased it. That's not. The I point. just thought it'd be good. The weekend Australian. <laughs> you idiot. So she said, "What you? What happened when you said it? You said, oh, I wouldn't mind the paper.' Would you, you think you give me the yeah, paper?" Yeah, she just said that's a waste of money. <laughs> no. Waste of paper. So no, Meg has failed, which means we will need to escalate the challenge next episode. Yep. Sounds good. Um, and I just want to do a quick tennis update because people are waiting for this, obviously. Um, While they wait so, to the end. So in Seoul, South Korea, the ATP Challenger Tour, uh, an Australian talent, uh, Lee Tu, she actually um, won and she lost her mum to cancer uh, in September, like late September. So she's pushed through all of that stuff on it. And it was her mum's birthday today when she won. So pretty uh, uh, pretty big match lovely. there for you. A bit of a feel-good tennis news. And now Beautiful. to switch it back to a bit of fun, some soft yaz. I'm going to play this exact soft yaz out of my phone when Gabby walks down the aisle. So everybody keep your ears out. Oh, it'll um, it'll definitely it? yeah, it'll, it'll break up the Taylor Swift or um, I, I think it's Taylor Swift that she's walking down the aisle. Oh, Dicky, odds on. What do you think the uh, the first dance song is? If you know, then don't say anything. But if you don't know, let's have a punt. Oh, they fucking told me on Saturday. I forgot already. Oh, <laughs> mate, why spoil it? I thought it might be like you know the the song that they play for the Harry Potter one when they have the ball. Oh, that's a yeah. nice touch, Luki. Yeah, you see bad. that? Because I know Gobby. Yeah. yeah, you know Gobby well. Yep. Uh, quick shout out oh. to Gobby. Had a, um, a Harry Potter stripper at her hands party. Didn't know they existed. Oh, really? Did he get his wand out? Yeah, got his wand out. Oh, nice. We'd ask Gabby if she played with it, but apparently not. Yeah, it's Leviosa. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter reference for everyone there. All right, we're done. Nate Brenda out. Uh, well, this is great with our Biddy Dicky. We might do this more often. I think so. In the dungeon! Turn around in the dungeon! I thought you ought to know.